was a dumbass. Stupid. Makes me. <laughs> It's Erica Mona. It's Damia, and this is Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. Hey. Hey. I don't like that. It's what? Cross Culture. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. Cross culture. Look at me sounding like me on the edge. I'm talking about cross culture. I'm quite expensive, dummy. Hope you know that. I'm quite expensive. Anyway. Oh, you quite expensive. But hello, 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 guys. How you guys doing today? I am Erica Mona. And I am Damio. And this is Cross-Cultured. Another one. Another one. Thank you. <laughs> Back again. This is episode. Should we start saying our episode? Again? Because I know we did it for the longest. We did at a point and then we stopped. Yeah, because it's like. Because it'd be like, why do like saying We're going to be saying we got this episode 100 and. 30 what? This is, not 30, this is one, one episode 29, 129. That was, that was close. You were close. No, you you was up there. What is, what, this is episode 129. Nice. And Erica, how was your week? Let's give them highlights. Um, oh, man. Do I have any highlight of, my, oh, picking up my stuff from daycare. I've That's been posting been so the videos. Cute. Yes. It, like, you know, because I, I had a rough day yesterday, and it's just like, just to go and to see him excited to receive me i'm like oh my goodness you see the joy like oh i'm important to somebody and you know my presence is making him you know so it's Aww. happy it's that has been the highlight honestly really it's, it's great uh what about you you're important to me Erica. oh thank you oh baby this has been a week for me uh oh my god yes it sure has do you want to share yeah i'll tell them guys my car got stolen this is shit that we like report and talk like, about I don't like that. For real. Mm-hmm. It was very ghetto. My car got stolen at work at that. Literally, that's why you don't go to work. That's why work from home is important. Um, <laughs> okay. But no, it got stolen. But I guess now the highlight is my car was found. Mm-hmm. It was it's nice. shitty, but it was found. That's and the guy good. got arrested. Nice. So that's justice. Uh, I want you know, do you think it's a young black man? It's definitely a young person. Okay, okay, okay. I it's like how you kept a it a young. young. Okay. You know what I mean? It's definitely so maybe a, a young white kid and maybe a... No, a young Latino or black, though. Like, okay. Just because of the neighborhood. Yeah, the, the, the neighborhood. I think it was the Mexicans, though. Because mm. they were saying, like, it was a lot of Mexicans just sitting around in the parking lot, kind of casing the place. So that's the only reason I'm like, ooh, it might have been some Mexicans. Probably. But you all, I will say this, I have a Kia, and there's been a string of Kia and Hyundai yes. thievery, especially in Chicago. I don't know about all the other states, but, you know, if you have a Kia or Hyundai, because I was one of those people that thought mm-hmm. it couldn't be me, child. Oh, man. Trade it in. Trade it <laughs> in. 
seriously, trade it in. Don't let them tell you otherwise. Trade it in. Because even when I get my car back, they can fix it all they want to. I'm still going to trade it in. in. I can't deal with it. Because what the fuck? I'm going to do it and then run the risk again? Because they did say, I think there is something in the care car that they are all. That's why they're stealing them to take. It's something in the car that they're trying to take. Yeah. Because it's like, okay. And I've seen a lot of people mention, like, they get, the car gets stolen and then literally in a matter of days it's found. And it's just abandoned. So it's like, okay, why y'all send the cars if not to use it or to sell it? It's to have fun. It's just to do a bunch of, as Claire Huxtable said, big fun. Crazy. And just to do some dumb shit and just be outside. But we thank God that my car was found. And, and you know, the thief was dumb enough to still be rolling around with mm-hmm. the car. So, you know, the justice was served. Shout out to CPD. I don't give <laughs> a fuck with the ops, but y'all did what y'all had to do. <laughs> so, shout out to them. Clap, clap. Right. That one. Yes, that's a definitely a good highlight. At least that it was found. Yes. Right. Um, and shout out to insurance too. Yeah, okay. shout out to my shout out to my full coverage. Absolutely. Cause y'all been making it smooth for me. Um, so yeah, guys, make sure you pay attention to the highlights, little things that make you smile. And pay your insurance. Okay. Get that full coverage too. Yes, no liability now. Um, so Dami, how do we like to start? We like to start. Hot topics. All right, you guys. So as you all know, we like to get a lot of the sadness out of the way. So this week in the news, there is a case of Shanquella Robinson. Shanquella Robinson is a 25-year-old woman from North Carolina who went to Cabo with some so-called friends. Unfortunately, the situation that happened with these so-called friends led to Shanquella um, being left in Mexico dead. And... Mm. You know, we're sitting here really trying to figure out what happened. So originally the story was, um, at least the story that they told her mother and the police was that Shanquella um, died of alcohol poisoning. Because, you know, it was popular for a little bit to get alcohol poisoning at these resorts in Mexico Mm -hmm. and DR and all of that. But upon further research and the video that went viral on social media, we discovered that Shanquella Robinson... Um, was actually beaten up by her friends. And the autopsy report shows that she passed away from a broken spine and broken neck. Yeah, cracked spine and broken neck. That is absolutely ridiculous. That's scary. And, you know, it's like, you know, they called her mom, like, oh, yeah, she's sick today, so you may not hear from her because she has alcohol poison. So y'all planned this stuff. They had to, I'm sure. Once they beat her up after they, you know, because that video was horrible. Because y'all didn't call police. Y'all didn't call for emergency. Really? I get it. You're in a foreign country. But girl, go to the next door and ask for police emergency. Y'all didn't try to get her to, get her to go to the hospital. Yeah, that's what was concerning to me. Y'all didn't even try to be like, doctor, she passed out. We was fighting, but I didn't mean this. Because I'm sure, like, you know, I don't think she died immediately. Right, because you know like it was kind of like she's in pain and she eventually died, you know. But it's like, all right, they said she was in bed, she didn't move. By the time y'all check that, this girl is not moving, no, because you can't see the. Yeah, you went there to check that. Is she awake? Come on, wake up. What's going on? So it's like, did y'all just like, oh, she bad, she she down bad. We finna go to the pool and see her how she is later. Then they and came later back. Y'all checked and she was gone. And then y'all was just like, wrap her up and let's just leave her there. And so when I was looking up different stuff, they were saying that this incident, this whole incident, the video, everything happened on the first day. The very first day. 
Now, I just went to Mexico not so long ago. Uh-huh. Shout out to all the beautiful ladies I went to Mexico with because we had a great time. It was beautiful energy. And we all didn't know each other from jump because we went for a friend's birthday. So I knew most of them, you know, from my time in Baltimore, but a couple of them I didn't know. Yeah. But it was beautiful. It wasn't that at all. So I'm thinking, I'm like, how that whole group trip, the dynamic of being in a foreign country, all of that. And I'm just like, mm. I can't imagine something like this. And then on day one at that, too. So and this happened on day one, and then y'all flew back home. So did y'all still turn up during disgusting. the... Did y'all still turn up during the, during the vacation? Like, yeah. the other days, where they're like, damn, we can't... We, let's just... We can't do nothing. Or y'all still, you know, had an adventure and had a great time. No, it is... And it's like, y'all left her there and came back to North Carolina or whatever, and you don't think that her mom... Or people are not going to see you guys arrive, and then where is she? It's just too much. I was just like, it's too cold. It's very cold. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know. The girl who beat her up was her quote-unquote best friend for five years. Ah. Like, they've been best friends for five years. It's so many information there, because I saw the girl, and then people were saying, like, Oh, it was a transgender person. And I'm just like, oh, okay. No, that's some new shit. Yeah. I, I saw that, too. And they're like, oh, that's why her neck got broken so quick. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, but it's just that. No. So the thing is that, you know, other people were there, too. It wasn't just the best friend. It was men. The person who recorded it. Jail. Okay. They said that they were like, um, oh, fight back, fight back. And the girl was like, No. Like, she's not fighting. You see, she's not fighting back. Yeah, she's not fighting back at all. And it's like, what is this whole culture of you see people fight? Well, and then you don't get into stop them. I ain't gonna lie. When we was kids, when we was kids, I enjoyed watching a good old fight. But it wasn't like but malicious like, When do like you this. stop the fight? It wasn't malicious like this. I don't know. Like, sometimes an old head will come and stop the fight eventually. Or like, I don't know. The way these new kids operate, they do, they on some death don't matter. Yeah. That's them. They on death don't matter. I'm sorry. American fight be too violent. It's like, it, well, I'm fighting you to the death, till you die, till I stab you, till I break your neck, till I stump your face. Like, that's why I'm not, I don't like watching fighting videos because it's just too brutal. It's too brutal. And then y'all recording it and watching it happen while the girl is naked. She's being beat yeah. naked too. No, it, it's, it's just really too much. It really is just kind of like. As young people, too, I hate seeing that shit because to me it's like a bunch of lives are lost. Absolutely. Like a bunch of lives are lost at the same time. She's a young entrepreneur. She's a kid hairstylist doing well for herself, 25-year-old woman that just went on vacation with her friends. Um, it just shows you just pick your friends wisely. Be careful. If there's any drama, like let it go. Yes, and I'm, since we're on the topic of some sad things, I do want to take the time to send our condolences to the victims of the University of Virginia shooting. Um, in this situation, there was University of Virginia students who were coming back on a field trip when um, one of their former teammates unleashed fire on these gentlemen. Um, I just want to give a big rest in peace to Devin Chandler, Lavelle Davis Jr., and Deshaun Perry, who were all members of the Virginia State University mm-hmm. football team. I also do want to give um, prayers to the family of Christopher Darnell Jones, who is the shooter who was taken into custody. I heard on the radio on Breakfast Club that they were saying that he felt bullied 
And like when the father spoke out, he said that his son was talking about how people was messing with him and so on and so forth. And he just kept telling his son, don't worry about that. Just go to school. And, um, you know, I've spoken on and a podcast. Co- this is college. This is college. I mean, I've spoken huh. I've spoken in, ex- in, in great detail about uh, my experience being bullied from middle school, honestly, through parts of college, if you really think about it. And, um, you know, it's really sad for all four of those gentlemen, both shooter and victims. Yeah. All those lives were sens- senselessly lost. And um, I'm really praying for 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 the families because that's just you never want to hear Do that. Do you know the full story? Because you know, I just seen different. I'm not officially read the whole the full story, but I've seen different things online that say that he went to the school bus. It was in, in a bus that it happened. Yeah, it was and a school bus. So from my the field question trip. is like, did he target those three, or he was just like loading fire on people? Those are the three that died. To me, it seemed targeted. Mm-hmm. The, just reading the story and hearing about it, especially because it was on a school bus, mm-hmm. it seemed targeted. It didn't see because it was like you're on a school bus. If you really were just going crazy, you could unload the chop on everybody. Right. To me. It seemed very much like, especially because they was on the same team and all of that. Like, it seemed like they were really much like. It's so sad. You know, something was targeted. Even if one of them was like a ricochet. Yeah. It seemed intentional. Very sad. Super, super sad. So, um, rest in peace and prayers to everybody involved. Jesus. All right. Um, Just lighten up the mood a little bit. So. I'm sorry, right? Oh, go ahead. Oh, so a lady, um, basically, um, she is Mr. Ibu's daughter. She's a, um, I don't even know Mr. Ibu, he's a Nigerian actor. Mm-mm. So his daughter, she got married, um, um, he lived in the U.S., okay, and they did long distance. I think after nine months, they got married. Oh, wow. He came to Nigeria, got married, and it was a whole big thing. This is, like, literally recently. Celebrating, like, oh, I'm married, you know, found love, whatever. I'm telling you, it was, like, less than a month, weeks later. Every two weeks at most, she's like getting a divorce because he lied. And the lie is that she found out this man has three grown children and he is divorced. And she's like, you never mentioned that you ever got married, that you have three children. That's big. That So is that too big of a lie? She should have like just suck it in, especially since they're all grown kids anyway. And it's like, you know, they just got married. Or is it something worth getting divorced over? I, to me, I would have got a divorce over that too, because mm-hmm. that—that's a significant lie. If you can deny your children, that's scary. That's scary. You could do that to me. That's children, bro. That's scary. That means you a different level of liar. And like, why lie about that? Yeah, that's weird. Especially if they grown too. Just be like, yeah, I got kids. They grown. I was exactly. married. Like grown or young? Because I'm, ass- I'm assuming if they're grown, he's grown. Right. You know, not like necessarily got to be 50-something, but like he old enough to be like, I got grown kids. So, yeah, it's, it's that that's that's enough for me. It absolutely is. Because, you know, you know, also know she's Nigerian. People want to be like, no, that's what's marriage about. Stick to it. Fight it. It's not, you know, everyone. Marriage is not about deceit. It's not. So, how, so how, they shouldn't say that marriage is not about deceit. They need to revoke that. And she just she said that um, this was the best nine months of my life. I have no regrets whatsoever. I just won't settle for a lie, regardless. I forgive easily. I remember asking you about this several several times before we started. Finding out today from your mom really broke me. Now you know what? That's another part of the conversation. Okay. The family, the mom, because they two cannot say that they didn't know that she doesn't know. They know that she doesn't know. Yeah. There's no way. 
So know. That, yeah, so that, does that mean that, like... They were they, part of it. Yeah, I wonder how she found out. Like, was it like she, she just... mom? No, I'm saying, like, how did the mom how did break it come the up? news? Yeah. Then it wasn't like, well, I can't lie to you anymore. Probably. So, so, or was it like... Because that's what I'm saying. You're saying, did the mom not know? Because sometimes you don't be knowing what they know and what they don't know. So what if it was like... You know, the reason why I said that the mom would know, because... You know, if you have a good relationship, because it, it does seem like maybe she's fairly close to the mother or mm-hmm. have a decent relationship, it will come up in conversation no matter what. Like, even the daughter will be like, oh, his children, I talked to his children. I got to know his children. The mom will be like, oh, how is it with the kids? Did you guys have a good relationship? Yeah. So the mom, I know that she already asked her son, like, does he know? You know, does your wife know? And he's like, no, don't say anything. Exactly. That's why she's finding it out from her mom, from his mom, I mean. Yes. Yes, yeah, because yeah. I'm just like, I. that's just crazy. To me, that's enough. People try to make it seem like it was petty, but to me, that's enough. That is enough Absolutely. to divorce. Because she then she said, a foundation built upon a tiny lie won't stand. I love how you loved me, but hate how you never mentioned your divorce nor kids to me. Moving on, I don't think I want anybody else just going to love you from a distance. That's sad, G. You can't even enjoy it. You can't even go to a honeymoon. Yeah, it's like, damn, I got to love you from a distance. Yeah. No, that's deep, G. I don't know. It's like, I get it, but it's just, I don't know. It's deep. Since we're on the topics of marriages, so we know that Tia Mori, um and her husband, what's his name? Corey? Corey Hardy. Yeah, they're divorced. And she went on, what show was it that she went on? Ah, what show is this? I think it's her show, the Today Show. It was Today Show, yes. And, you know, she was explaining her divorce. And she said it's like a graduation. Oh, do you want to play the clip? Yeah, I'm saying I have the audio if you want me to play. Mm -hmm. I'll play the audio real quick. You're learning, you're growing, you're evolving, you're creating. And I was able to create with Corey some beautiful, amazing children. And at the end of that curriculum and at the end, there's a graduation, there's a celebration. So that's basically, you know, how I'm looking at it now. And I feel like people look at when they look at marriage, that success equals longevity. But no, at the end of the day, it's are they happy? Okay. She's what talking do you think about, about her that? curriculum marriage. <laughs> Not curriculum. When I heard curriculum, I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, what she said. I mean, I, I see what she was saying. I'll say this. I agreed with what she was saying. What part do you agree with? Everything. I agree with how she explained it. I think that, like, it might have sounded crazy to people, but to me, I was just kind of like, yeah, like, she's basically saying that she's learned everything she has to learn from this marriage. Yeah, I definitely get that part. You know what I'm saying? Also focusing on the on the positive. You know, what is she going to do? Cry every day about it? And right. She probably already did that. Right. Um, but, it, you know, it's just, I guess the analogy may, I get the analogy in the sense of, you know, like you learn what you have to learn. But, you know, also that marriage is not something that you graduate, you know, supposedly, you know, if it's a happy marriage, um, that you're not supposed to graduate from marriage. Now, you may have different levels of, like, all oh, things you went through and whatever, but the graduation of marriage should not be divorced. Was she saying that for all of marriage or her marriage? Obviously, she's talking about her marriage. Yeah. Obviously, she is talking about her marriage, but you're talking about marriage as an entity as a whole, as the meaning of marriage, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people didn't agree with, that, you know, you're not supposed to graduate from marriage, you know? Because she said it's marriage is like it's a curriculum. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, yes, you do learn things, you know, and the thing about marriage is a journey. You keep on 
gonna forever love mm-hmm. things till one of you die or a divorce, you know. So I think that was the issue people have with the analogy that she did use. Uh, but I wonder if he's gonna say anything. I feel like he's gonna be silent for a good minute. You know, I feel like it's nothing he can say. I know the marriage is over. But I'm like, what is the tea? Because Tamara said that what this is, is the, the happiest that she's ever seen her sister in a very long time. I never found them compatible. Mm. And I think that sometimes people just find themselves in relationships. And once time is invested, it feels like it's supposed to be this. Because I've been here for three years. Mm-hmm. I think especially with women. Like, if the man never breaks up with us or never overtly ends it in his own way, mm-hmm. then we won't end the relationship. Yeah. Like, a lot of the time... Women would just go with the flow. Especially if you're not like a woman that's like, that dates a lot or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're just that type of like reserved woman. So you'd be happy when you get your little stuff that settles in. Yeah. I think that that's, that strikes me as Tia. Like, Tia doesn't seem like she'd be outside a lot. Right. And I think also, you know, with relationship, especially as women, like, um, just in general, like when you, it's if, if it's, we think that certain behaviors may change right? after time. Like, you know, okay, he's this way. I peep that, you know, he's a little maybe too serious or he has this little behavior that I'm not too crazy about. But as time goes by, like, ah, I'll either be able to deal with it and ignore it or, like, it will get better. And sometimes right. none of that happens. And as years go by, you're like, I can't keep dealing with this shit. Exactly. Like, I'm not about to deal with this shit for the rest of my life now. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. You're not going to make any change. Um, so I think it may be one of those because, yeah, it's like they, they're they on two different wavelengths. And I'm not even talking about career. I'm just talking about how energy. they are. Their energy, energy is, is so just different. like, he's so like, I don't even know if the he word. He's a hood-ass Chicago nigga to me. A hood laid back. He's so laid back, stern. Like, I don't even see no, because I watched, you know, that's their black love um, documentary. That episode. Mm-hmm. And he just, even the way he was trying to quiet her, it was just on some. Yo, chill the, chill the fuck out. But I'm just not going to She that. Yeah, she just seems like she comes from a completely different world than him. Absolutely. Girl, she grew up in Honolulu. Yeah, like, it's, it's a completely different world. And not to say that opposites can't attract, but mm-hmm. it's just that they don't attract to me. Um, So, yeah, and, I th- and, and even for her to say the best thing that came from this was the kids and yeah. all of that. Like, I mean, that's simply what it is. I mean, it's like, yeah, but damn, you ain't had no, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like, Tia didn't give a fuck. She was tired. Yeah, she was tired. She tried. But, you know, let's keep on this um, relationship track. So our forever first lady was talking about what it means to really be in a relationship. And especially she relates it to her relationship with Barack Obama. So I'm going to play the clip about what she said so that we can hear what our wonderful forever first lady has to say. Look over my marriage, if I were to judge it in year five or year ten... There was never 50-50. And so, yeah, there were times when I felt like I was 70% in and he was doing 30% um, because of the choices that I made in the terms of how I wanted our family to look. I had to take my foot off of my career gas pedal, uh, never putting on the brake but slowing up a little bit. Um, Those are the natural compromises that are required. And I feel bad when I see young people giving up on their relationships mm. because there's there are periods of hard. So I think it's important for us to be honest in those conversations, not to glamorize what a partnership feels like because then uh, young people quit too soon. Bye. So basically what Miss o- Mrs. Obama 
was trying to tell us is that we be quitting in these relationships. Like, we are so quick to end these relationships. Especially when she spoke about, like, there are times in her relationship where it wasn't always 50-50. Sometimes it was 70-30, 20-80, 90-10, 60-40. You know, what do you feel about that? I don't think there's ever 50-50 in a relationship. I don't think that's possible. It's not ever going to be 50-50 in a relationship. I think the same way she said there are there was a time where it was 70-30. That's the same way, same time where like maybe even now in the relationship, maybe it's um maybe the 70-30 is reversed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like it depends on like, okay, you know, you know how people have partnerships. Like, okay, we both want to get a master's. Okay, you the wife go first. Yeah. While you're in school, I'm gonna hold things down right. at home. I'm gonna put it's gonna require more energy, more time, whatever on my end because you're in school. That's a sacrifice. That's a sacrifice of family. The same way it will turn around. You know what I'm saying? So, but you know, we're in this um, era of 50-50, and, and no, it can't be fifty-fifty. I just find that this era. It's so funny because the people that talk the most about the relationships be like low-key 22, 23, 24-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And not to say that y'all relationships don't matter, but baby, y'all so early in life. We all so early in life. Even us here at 28, 29, I just feel like I have yet to have that where I feel like, oh, this is serious. This is then. This is the. Oh, like serious relationship? Yes. I know these 22 year olds ain't had like that type of relationship. Mm-hmm. You might be like, whatever, fake in love or whatever, but that's your first in love. It's not this in love. So I think that there's also so much that goes around about these expectations of relationships. People put these expectations at the beginning of relationships. And then we see all these celebrity like crushes, like, oh my God, they look so great together. Everyone is doing a relationship timeline on TikTok and Instagram. Oh, my best friend. So you're thinking like, oh, it's perfect 24-7. Okay. It, but it's, it's like, not. y'all be so, so... So fresh in it, you know? Like, I don't even think that one year is even enough to really expect certain things that we be wanting to expect. It's nice. It's beautiful. It's like, ooh, my man paying my bills. But it's like, I never expect my man to pay my bills until we're married. Mm -hmm. If you pay a bill, if you give me money for some bills, I feel like, oh, he trying to play like he my man. He probably play like he my hubby. But that's not an expectation because it's like, in this dating phase, you never know what it is. I think marriage is a whole different ball game. For sure. It's, it's definitely, or like if you're the type that don't believe in like the written, you know, legalization or, you know, aspects of uh, marriage, or if you're in a partnership where it's like, okay, let's do that business for 10, 12 years, they live right. together, whatever. It's a different ball game if we we're sharing things. It, it's definitely a different ball game. It's not for the week. It definitely isn't for the week. Um, At all. And I do think that this concept of 50-50 really started when women became independent or when women now are in the work field. I feel like it was started by men. Facts. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I feel. Because it's like now that women are walking, okay, 50-50, let's split the bill. Facts. But, okay, we may split the bill, but then you still require me to do the 100% of, oh, The housework. Yeah. Housework. Uh, parenting, cooking, cleaning, while I'm still going to work eight hours or more a day. I'm paying half the bills also, but all you do is work. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like this, we're in definitely this weird, like, you know, also male podcasters era too of just talking shit about women. Like, relationship is never going to be 50-50. And I love what she said when she added that 
I had ideas about what I wanted my family yes. to look like. Yes. That to me was so important. That is so true. Because even me as a mom, it's certain things I want our family to look like. And because maybe his dad did not have that in his childhood or he just never think about that. I don't have to be the one to put that extra effort exactly. to make sure that happens. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that like that is something that we don't often think about. Mm-hmm. The sacrifice that we make for the situation and it's not necessarily the person. Yeah. Because it's like there's certain things that I want. Yeah. Like I want for me and my kids. Yeah. If my husband isn't, a hundred percent there. That is. Does that mean I'm not gonna do it? Right. You know what I mean. And it's like, will I resent my husband for me chasing that? Exactly. Right. Because it's not. That's true. It's and not some people goal. would though. And a lot of people do. So I felt like that was so important that she mentioned that. Like, like the sacrifice I made was because I wanted that. Yeah, yeah. For my family. Yes. And you know, just to say, you know, we're saying, oh, there's no fifty-fifty relationship. Whatever things happen, it has to make sense. Exactly. It's no way you're suffering. That you know, it's not that. 24 7, 100% of the time, it's a 70 30 situation where you're the one giving 70% of yourself and they're only giving 30%. Okay. No, you know what I'm saying? It's still got to balance out. It still have to make sense. It's a partnership. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Yeah. So it's really been great. It's, it really has been something to think about. And it's just like, I don't know. Every time I hear people talk about their relationships in this manner, from the curriculum to the, <laughs> to the, <laughs> to the percentages, it, it makes me think about all of my dating and what I'm doing and how it's just like, Baby, look, I might drop these classes. I know. Um, so I saw a post on social media, and the question asked, um, has your preference changed on the type of mate you want the older you get? Facts. And in what way has it changed? What has changed? What did you used to want, and what do you want now? I think I want the same things, but I prioritize different things. Because mm. I like tall guys. I want, I've always kind of want tall guys, cute guys. I've always, I always like, like, waves. I like, you know, a little certain shit. But that's not, like, priority anymore. Pri- my priority. I still like it. Mm-hmm. But that's not my priority. Mm-hmm. My priority now is, like, do you get along with your family? Do you, you know, do you have a good job? What you know? What are your interests? What are your vices? Things like that are such a pri- are a priority to me, rather than like my man being six six feet. Right, right, right. I agree exactly. I do agree, and I think the older you get, it will definitely change. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, if the older we get, it's like, because what you need in your life is different, and then you change too. Fact. You you absolutely change. I think for me, I'm trying to see what are the things that like oh I am I used to look for and. I think stability is really important to me. Facts. It's stability. Yeah. And when I say stability in every aspect, you're yeah. emotionally stable. You know what I'm saying? You're financially stable. Yeah, mentally stable. Okay, mentally stable. Like, you're physically stable because I need you to be healthy. Okay. Okay, like, stability is a big factor because, me, I can't do up and down, up and down, up and down, up okay. and down. You know what I'm saying? Before, as a young girl, when I was younger, like, oh, you don't really care. Like, oh, we are growing. And also identifying that potential, you cannot eat potential. Okay, like you don't you just go can't. based off. I I used to be so heavy on that. Like I see his potential. I know what he could do. What Girl, we could boom. be. What is he doing now? And, and you know, like, <laughs> go ahead. You know, it's funny. I was actually sitting here the other day thinking, like, damn, I think I'm mature enough to find Jay Z cute. No, because <laughs> like now, even the things I look for in looks are different. Mm. I used to. I don't like know. what? I don't know. I don't even ever think I had a type, but I also think that I'm like. I look more for features than presentation. Ha! Interesting. Like, I'm like, he has beautiful eyes. Okay. I like his lips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
He has great cheekbones. Yes. He has a great physical, like, he don't get fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he don't get fat. Just a little stupid shit. Uh-huh. Because uh, it's like, I already got the mm-hmm. thick jean. You got to have the skinny jean. Kids got to have a chance. Hell no. So, I think about stuff like that. But before, I used to think, like, are they cute to me? Mm-hmm. Now I see, like, oh. The cuteness can grow. It can develop. It, it can be, like, because the way babies work is, like, we take different things. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, I'm still going to look for a fat man because I want to play my children like that. Mm. But, you know, I just, I look for different things. Yeah. I like that. That's true. That's true. Absolutely. Oh, this whole dating shit is it's, it's definitely weird. It's up and down. It, 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 yeah, it is definitely an <laughs> up and down thing. And it's like, it requires a lot. Like, if you want to date for real, seriously, to find a mate, to not casually date just to go out, but to, like, find a mate. It does require a lot of work. Even like inner work for yourself too. Exactly. And that and that be the thing too that we don't talk about enough. The inner work of it all and how much people need to really Make sure you're healed from your make sure your you're prior healed. your prior whatever situation. You're not bringing old bad baggages into this. You're not immediately judging me. I went on a date well, years ago. I went on a date with a guy. And the very first date he was giving me a rundown on how his ex hurt him. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm telling you a rundown. And I'm just like this is damn. I think you're cute. You look nice with a nice place. I don't want to talk about your ex and how you're hurt over her. Yeah, like that's something that should come back, come up later. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But not on our very first day meeting in person, G. Mm-mm. Like let's talk about us. Yeah, let's talk about how we both think we cute. You know, not yeah. about how oh she she did you dirty and you know you caught her doing this and that and that. It's like, sir, Mm-mm. I don't want to hear that. That's not cute. So do your work before you go on date. Uh-huh. Ooh, so let's transition into dating. One thing about dating, and maybe you can speak to this, Erica, a little bit about the idea of introducing partners and kids to each other and all these things. Um, because here we have a situation with London on the track. You know, before this is actually low key the confirmation of the relationship. Because right, low key never confirmed right, 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 the relationship. Right, right. So. Does. With London on the track, it is rumored, I guess, and or confirmed that he is dating Shinsea, right? Shinsea is the Jamaican artist that has been popularized. She's been on songs with Kanye West. She's had her own individual fame and things like that. So it's been rumored for a minute that her and London on the track are dating. Um, London on the track's baby mama has recently came out and accused Shinsea's son of... What is, like, her alluding to sexual harassment? Because she came out with an Instagram post, like, at Sensei at Lunch on the Track. You guys don't want to take it seriously, but keep your nasty-ass son away from my daughter. Mm-hmm. With all of that, you've already insinuated that he's almost doing something like sexually to the girl. nasty-ass son, what, what does that mean? Exactly. Um, yeah, and that's I'm just sorry. turned... I didn't know Sensei was just... 25. 26 years old. Uh-huh. Hey! But continue, though. <laughs> yeah, because she had, like, a teen... She was, like, a teenage mom. Mm-mm-mm. So... She was 19. Mm, wow. So it's, like, to think about all of that and not to see her on social media, kind of, like, trying to make a case about it. What do you feel about her even bringing this to social media? You know, for me, I was like, okay. Because even when he sent it, I'm like, so are you saying the boy did something sexual to, to the, the girl? girl? And mind you, this boy is like five years old. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and that's the thing. I was like, how old is he? He's like six. I, for me, I'm thinking maybe he's 10. The way she's sounding, right? Like he's 12, touching her four-year-old daughter or something. 
And like he's five, and then like you know, kids grow fast. Kids are smart, especially they're exposed to certain things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to take away that part, but what was done? Let us know what was done. It's kind of confusing, you know. Shansier isn't saying anything. Um, it's a really weird. It's really weird. And then she exposed the text messages between them. And they ain't tell me shit to be honest. So I'm like, okay, what what is it that you want? Because if if it's this serious, okay, go to the police now. Like, you know, if it's a sexual harassment case situation, I don't know. Last, last call, uh, what do you call this DCFS. DCFS. You know what I'm saying? But bring it to social media, what does that solve? What is that supposed to do? It's public I, shaming. I, are we supposed to go and beat them now? It's public shaming. It's just to make somebody feel away. It's just to say something. And expose I, me. I'll say this. Especially as a teacher, I'll say a lot of kids have sexual urges. Mm. Just naturally. Yeah. Kids have sexual urges. Damn. It's been proven scientifically that children masturbate as early as three. Damn. You know what I mean? But it's like, do they even know that they're masturbating? They don't know they're doing it. They just know that when they touch themselves there, it it's more, good. it feels good. Kids don't mean it in like a predatory way. So even if a kid was doing something to another kid, they don't mean it in a predatory way. I think way. depending on the age. On the age and difference. Saying, and if we're saying the age is five? Yeah. Like, so you say a son's like five, even up to seven maybe? They may not mean which is it in why a predatory I, Which way. is why I'm also saying it depends on what the child was exposed to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you've seen situations like seven year old. Listen, we know guy friends, they're saying at nine years they had sex. Me, I'm thinking at nine years old, what am I thinking about? I'm not thinking about sex. I may know I like a guy. I mean, but sex as in penis and vagina. Yeah, penetration. Come on. So it's like. Now, again, I'm not accusing the child of saying that the child did anything. So it definitely is a weird situation. You know what I mean? Because, again, we don't know the full story. Facts. You know, and it's like, as you said, as a teacher, kids do have sexual urges. So is it that maybe, oh, he had a sexual urge? The, maybe, maybe, I'm trying to think what it could be. Maybe he put his hand in her blouse or try to pull her skirt down. Gee. And I think it's more of sexual, um, what's the word? Um, curiosity. Curiosity that kids have, too. So I don't know. I knew some children that was eating each other ass in kindergarten. No lie. Girl, boy, get I'm talking. Gee, I'm not even. Wait, lying no. To what you. do you mean, ass? What are you talking about? They was in the bathroom and one licked the other kid ass. Ass cheek. Ass cheek inside the ass. Like they pulled the pants. Down. Like they you saw in, this. Gee, I don't want to divulge too. No, how old were you when you saw this? Are this you is, a teacher? I'm talking about my job. Oh. See, back to when I say it depends on what the child is exposed to. But no, I, I'm sorry. You cannot tell me a regular child, a kindergarten, that not be exposed to certain nonsense. We'll think about licking ass. Eh? Okay, you know what? Now I think about it. Sometimes my son will bite my butt. Exactly. But my father, we ain't pulling each other. You said those kids pulled their pants down. Ah. They was in the bathroom. They were using the bathroom. So ah. it was just like they already playing in the bathroom. So, that's what I'm so saying. it was it a plain and thing, I was, and I was or was it like you're like? Mm. And let me say this: kids do things out of like, this is curious. I am curious. How would it be? It almost bite? makes sense, but because we know the sexual undertone of it, we we know like we take it as that. But I think a lot of times kids just be doing stuff, and sometimes it comes off as more sexual than they than it means to be. Because kids just do things. And, like, they do it and they have, like, a little connection. Like, maybe you feel good or something in their mind was just like, oh, I could do this with this part of my body. But 
the sexual undertone, the fact that we know it's attributed like, if you do that, that make you feel good on some freaky shit. Mm-hmm. That's us that knows that. Yeah. I, I feel that. I think it's a little bit. I think it can definitely can be both. Yeah. I, like, you know. I, I don't think, I don't think most children, especially within that age range, mm-hmm. move as sexual predators. Yes. I think that children begin to be able to be sexual predators at like maybe 12. That is the age when they usually are more aware of their sex life. What about 10 years? If he's a 10-year-old. 10-year-olds are still kind of curious. They kind of know. That is touching a little 4-year-old. Again, they're they're curious. They but it's but the abuse is that they know they're in a place of power. But exactly. it's not And that's what makes it predatory. Yes, that is what makes it predatory, but they don't make it it's not like a sexual predatory. Which is why it depends on what the child has been exposed mm-hmm. to. I think if we're talking about a regular child who had a, a regular childhood in the sense that they weren't sexually abused, they weren't exposed to porn at such a young age. It wasn't like, you know, their parents were having sex having sex with somebody else on the same bed as them because those situations happen. That happens a lot. Or being the same. You know, I be in this black, black, you know, mom's um, group, whatever post. And some people like, yeah, like, oh yeah, my kid, he's just three, he is four, he'll sleep. Like, he and his, you know, we live in a one bedroom, he's privileged to the side. And of course, we gotta do what we gotta do. We, we don't be loud, but it's like, the fact that you having sex, kids be sneaky. You don't know he awake, he's seen that behavior. He's, kids be and understanding. And of course, he's gonna like, imitate, like, he's gonna go and we gonna play house, imitate yeah. behavior and hump a little girl or somebody else. You know, or hump a little boy. You know what I mean? So it's just like, that's what I'm saying. It also depends on what they're exposed to. Now, I do agree. Kids do have sexual curiosity. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, it's body part. Where does this mind? You know, I don't breastfeed my son any, anymore. But he's at the stage where like, oh, he sees my breast. He wants to touch my breast. He wants to come close to my breast. Also because I'm not, I know it's familiarity too, but it's also curiosity like, hmm, this is breast. You know what I mean? Exactly. You put his hand down my chest. I'm like, no, you can't do that because I don't want him to do that to other people, you know? Because I know how that could come off as sexual. So I get that natural curiosity part, you know, but it's just like, now back to this conversation, the lady isn't handling well. You're not even handling in a mature way, G. Yeah. Like, even when you're exposing your child like that, like, you know what I mean? Like, what yeah, is Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. And that's what London London on track said, using kids for clout and fame is weird. Because That's is what weird. it's given. Because it is like, even if so... As you said, what we the general public supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? Girl, what are we supposed them. to say? You just trying to what embarrass them? It, it, this give is given that you don't like that he has a girlfriend and the girlfriend kids be around your kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it's giving. Like, it's if like, anything, maybe a small incident, but she okay, made this, you yeah, know she mean? made it seem like he a rapist, and that is yeah. not cool. That to me is like, bitch, you weird because your a grown ass is is a is trying to put a label on a child. Yeah. You yeah. putting labels on kids. You trying to make them seem like they rapists. It's like kids are just exploring. They're doing stuff. And it's you and as, a, as an adult that's supposed to set boundaries and let them understand this isn't how we express ourselves in this way. Mm-hmm. If this is something you're feeling, this is how we express ourselves. Right. And this is what people do. You're mm-hmm. supposed to teach them what's normal and what's not. It's not normal to go on social media. Well, her weird ass. She stayed doing this every time London got a new girlfriend. That's what she's do. Summer. She's the same one. Yeah. Her goofy ass. Mm-mm, she a goofy mm-mm, to me. It's like, girl, get your lame ass. Like, that shit is so weird. It definitely is weird. Um, let's go into music a little bit. Uh, so, Sweetie dropped. Was it an album she dropped? EP. What was it? A song? A single? EP. EP is given an EP. So, she it just dropped today, right? Yes, and it's called Single. 
So basically, he put out the law, the, the lyrics of the song. She was saying like, oh, you know, oh, you're the guy, you this nigga going to blogs about me. And then motherfuckers talking about they spend 100K on me. That's nothing. I've touched more than that. You know, basically yeah. like, you know, she shading or dissing Lil Baby, Lil Baby and Quavo. Mm-hmm. And the conversation is, is it, is this the wrong time? Is it insensitive? Especially knowing that um, Takeoff just died. It is. Okay, why so? Because it's just kind of like, one, I ain't going to lie. Me, personally, I was like, where's Sweetie Takeoff post? Because mm. is she going to act like she ain't no take? She, been, she was with Quavo for like three, four years. You going to act like you ain't no take? No post? I, I, no post. I thought that was very weird. And I'm not saying that like people have to like post on social media, but I just also felt like. You, you know the social media celebrity. You the type that would have posted, like yeah. you a poster. So it's like, even just to say, like, wow, so sad to hear. I feel like it was weird that she ain't say nothing. Maybe we, in her stories. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see because I follow Sweetie. I didn't see, but maybe I don't know. Maybe she wanted my algorithm that day. But I, I, I thought it was weird initially that like, oh, she Sweetie ain't even say nothing mm-hmm. about. Take go. if she did, they, Shade Room would have posted it. Somebody would have posted it. I feel it. that's what I'm saying. Like, somebody would have mentioned that she said something. Yeah. So I thought that that was already weird that she didn't post about take. Cause I'm like, you ain't gonna sit here and say you ain't no take off. So the timing of this is inappropriate. Then to drop the album, and the album is also very much centered, with it being titled Single, it's very much centered around your relationships and dating and. So, so my question is, what if, you know, you know, with music industry, what if, you know, this date was already set by the label that we drop in this song on this date? Sweetie ain't that type of artist. What do you mean? That type of artist to what? She, to have a date to she's stick She's independent. To? She's not even signed she's to independent. a label. She's independent? Yeah. She's independent for real? She's independent. She's not even signed to a label, so... Sweetie just did that. She's just doing it to be petty. For me, I'm like... Girl, you should have been dropped this. If it's okay. about you being single, because you've been single for a minute. Yeah. It's not a new, it's not a fresh breakup. Because that video of him dragging her in the elevator or whatever altercation they had, that came out, what, in the summer? Mad long ago. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you should have been dropped a project about your relationship. You did an interview with Carisha. That shit was damn near a year ago, G, when that video dropped. It was a while ago. It was a while. I think it was earlier this year. I remember being, being with somebody else. It was a... <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, I love stupid. it. I love it. Shoot. Mm. Uh, but no, 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 no. Um, yeah, I feel like this is a little bit too late because no one is thinking about you being single anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 it's, it's late, and I do see how inappropriate it could be. Um, but speaking about people being inappropriate, based on you know surrounding takeoff death, some celebrities during the funeral, what they wore were just so inappropriate. Then they had a photo shoot. Cause we know, you know, for funerals we're all black, but you know, I see funerals are like sad professional look. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're supposed to still be professional. Yeah, and you know what I mean. Like it's or business casual, and that you know, it's the not theme, bro. It's not sexy, sexy black wear. Yeah, this ain't the blackout that people be going to the day after Thanksgiving. And this is regarding, um, referring to Carisha. And Keisha K. Yeah, because they both wore skimpy stuff. It's, it was skimpy. It was like, this is not for funeral. And then you guys did Photoshop and you're giving, yeah, you're giving us a caption. 
I, yeah, I'm glad I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking I forward to lie. tomorrow. That shit was weird. Why the fuck would Carisha say, I hate today, but I look forward to tomorrow? Whatever. It was some Glorilla lyric. It was lyric. a tomorrow um, lyric. And it, it was, was one like, of them Glorilla lyrics. Like, I'm I might hate fir- today, but that's why I love tomorrow. It was some shit like that. And I'm yeah, just like, it was at a funeral, G. You know, he ain't finna see tomorrow. And that's what I was saying. I was like, G, he not seeing tomorrow. So what does this mean? Like, it was a, so insensitive. It just shows how. Everyone, celebrities are just so addicted to the social media thing. Yeah. Because it was supposed for IG. It wasn't no magazine photo shoots. Yeah. It was for the It was for the It gram. was weird to me because it was just like, yo, like, respect the dead. And then KR2, she did the same thing too. <laughs> like, oh, it was, she put like those spaceship takeoffs, something like that. At as, least she kept the theme. Carisha literally said, <laughs> That's why I love them all. Like, <laughs> baby, this is rude. It's like, come on now. Like, you're a funeral for a funeral. It's not a, uh, don't use, like, you know, people death. Don't use it as a come up. Don't use it as. And I think sexy is not the theme for funerals. It's never Sexy is not on brand for funerals. At all. The little mini, mini leather black dresses. It's black, but it's. Mm-hmm. Oh, see-through net outfit. Come on. It's like, you could have done better. And then you're able to take your pictures. Yeah, then you did a photo shoot. Then you got like 16, but you're like, come on, take pictures of me. You That's should, rude. Even if you're going to take pictures, okay, post it in late, later, later. Not like literally the day of. The G, day the of. The day of. You, Are you grieving or no? Exactly. For me, it gave like, I don't care that he that. Like, it's like, oh, it, I got to be here. It gave another nigga that is part of the game. Yeah, Next. it was like, I'm QC, so I got to be here, but. Listen, I ain't even really talking to him cute. like that. Exactly. It, I'm sexy. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all it gave. Even with KR, it's like, it's another rapper who died. You know, it is like. That's Gucci, friend. I don't know these niggas. That's how it was. I mean, Gucci had a little note in the, you know, memorial funeral book, too. You know, a little short note, like, oh, you were a young legend. Because Gucci really was instrumental in Migos. We don't talk about it, but Gucci was true, that. True. Gucci yeah. was one of the few, like, you know what I'm saying, big homies that really respected the Migos. Mm Mm-mm-mm. Girl, so yeah, these people need to come on, just like come on, do better, do better, do better. Girl, okay. So now let's switch the tempo a little bit. Well, let's talk about B Simone. Okay. So B Simone, y'all know her from Wildin' Out, Instagram. You know, she be wanting people to be her boyfriend. <laughs> so B Simone has her own podcast. Mm-hmm. And on her podcast, she was talking about what it means, what, um, how many times she takes a shower. <laughs> she said, if she takes a shower on Monday, she ain't gonna take a shower till Wednesday. She lucky said Thursday, quite frankly. It was other people out there like, oh, you know, you mean like two days? They be like, oh, she like, okay, yeah, maybe Wednesday. But no, you could tell she take a shower twice a week. She's talking about some. If I choose between sleep and shower, I'm going to choose sleep. But it's like, girl, you don't, though. You don't choose sleep. You, you be on the internet. not to shower. That was information that we And then they kept need. trying to say, oh, if I'm in the house all day, that don't mean nothing to me, boy. Uh, y'all acting like y'all house is a, is a the, germ, the for, like I some know, bubble right? boy. No. The couch can be dirty. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm the type that showers twice a day. Me too. And it's like, if I don't shower the night, you know, like at night, like I shower in the morning at night. If I don't shower the night, maybe because it was maybe super cold. Okay. Or maybe I was just home all day. 
And, and, yeah, shower and that's why I ain't showering at night. But if I go out and have an active day, I'm around people, girl. It's I'm COVID out here. It's germs out here. You talking about you? You gonna go days without showering? So for me, I'm like your butt. Don't eat itch. Gee, my skin me, be sticky as hell. For me, because let's say like you know, let's say I have a moment where I'm like a little bit down, depressed or whatever, and I'm like you know I'm in bed all day. You know what I'm saying? My butt will start to itchy by yeah. like 10 p.m. G. I'm like, why am I, why am I booty itching? Mm-mm. I have a shower, G. Go hop in the shower. I be feeling sticky. Skin be feeling thick as hell. Like, you know that? You I have layers it. to the skin. Mm-hmm. My skin ain't to the body. It got something on top of it. Exactly. So it's just, it's nasty. Yeah. We already talk about white people that don't take showers, G. You gonna tell me as a... Okay. I just feel like she ain't need to reveal that also. Yeah. It just shows how there are a lot of, you know, pretty girls, quote unquote, pretty girls that be dirty, G. Yeah. I mean, don't, not don't me. Let, don't let looks fool you. Some girls, they be so cute. You see that person, they smell nice. Perfume be strong as fuck. Makeup on point, but they're dirty. Yeah, a lot of girls are dirty. They don't take a bath. A lot of girls are dirty. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Very disgusting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so like next on the list, let's talk about the Grammys. <laughs> Many people are nominated for the Grammys. What category do you want to start with? Because there's a lot. There's best new artist, best R and B, record of the year, best record rap. of the year. So record of the year, we have "Don't Shut Me Down." Never heard of it. By who? I don't know. Easy on me. That's by Adele. Break my soul, Beyonce. Ooh. Good morning, gorgeous, Mary J. Blige. You and me on the rock. I don't know. Woman. Oh, Doja Cat. Bad habit. I forgot who that is. I think that, but I know I've heard the song, but I forgot who it Bad is. Bad habit. Bad habit. Is that an old song? By that's Max- not Usher. Not Maxwell. Bad habit. No, that's not Usher's bad habit either. I've heard of it, but I can't remember who made of it. The Heart Part Five. Kendrick Lamar. About damn time, Lizzo, and as it was. I don't know who that is. Grammys record of the year. We have best rap. We have best new artist. So I want to talk about all the juicy shit. Forget the nominees. Let's talk Wait, about real quick. Who should have been the record of the year based on the list you just said? And I don't want out of the ones you knew. Um, so Bad Habit is by Steve Lacey. Um, because we mentioned his, that name. Did you see As It Was? That's by Harry Styles. I've never listened to any of Harry Styles' songs. Harry Honestly, Styles. for me, it's between... What, Doja Cat? Woman, woman, woman. No, I would say Break My Soul. Yeah. Easy On Me. About Damn Time. Those are my three. I agree. That break, three. Now, Break My Soul, it, it broke the internet. I would say those are my three for record of the year. Yeah. Because, but also that... It's about damn time. time. In a minute, in a minute, like the TikToks was pop. It's about nah. Low key, you may have been Lizzo. I love Lizzo, especially with the with the um show and everything. Immediately, I heard her music. I loved her. I like. I remember. I was like, I love this song. I do love Lizzo. It gives. It really does give black girl pop though. Yeah, I mean, like it's pop, but black girl girl pop. pop. Like it has that little extra oomph to it. It's so, that, you know, I love it's that. pop, but it's a little extra to it's it. It's definitely that, ooh, I'm a workout, ooh. Yes, dude. well, attitude, I'm that bitch, I'm confident, you know what I'm saying? Like, anyway, but. So let's revisit. So remember a couple of months ago, Liz, I'm not Lizzo, Lotto and Nicki Minaj got into it on the internet over these Grammys. Mm-hmm. 
And now these Grammys have come out. We see that Lotto was nominated for about maybe two or three awards. One of them being Best New Artist. And I think the other one is um, Best Rap Song for uh, Do you Big know who, who are the nominees for Best New Artist are? It is. I want to hear that. And see, do I agree with it or not? For Best New Artist, damn, I almost know it off the top of my head. Let me look. But I know Lotto. I believe it is Money Long. Um, it's a bunch of people that's like low-key not new artists. Um, but as we look that up, what do we feel, first of all, about Lotto's popularity in the ward circuit? I feel like, wow. I, I don't know if it's because I'm not much of her fa- a fan. I mean, I'm I'm not not a fan. I like her songs, but maybe because I don't listen to all her songs, I'm like, she doesn't have great songs to be nominated. Is it I a mean, song with Mariah Carey that's yeah, nominated? Yeah, and that's just and for me, I'm like it's only nominated because it's not a, it's not an original song. That's how I feel. I'm like it's not original. It, so for is me, it, it does the sample that's popular, or is y'all really like the song? No, it's just the sample. G, it was not an original song. It's not. It's not like it's not that popping to be honest. Quite frankly, with me being completely honest, I wasn't too crazy about the remix of it. So I do have the nominees for best new artist. Okay, we have Anita. Anita who? The Anita is a um like Spanish singer. Okay. She's popular. She was in Savage Fenty. Okay. I, I looked her up. Omar Apollo. Okay. Domi and JD Beck. Money Long. Okay. Samara Joy. Okay. Or be Samara. Lotto. Maneskin. <laughs> What's that? Is it? <laughs> Maneskin. They put one accent over it. That's what I said. Maneskin. Okay. Toby Ingwe. I have Toby Ingwe. Molly Tuttle and Wet Leg. That, <laughs> not Wet Leg. Wet Leg called Dry Almond. What is that? I don't even know half of those people do. So, and that is between Anita I feel like and Lotto. they be so lazy with the search when it comes to black music. I feel like they miss, there are so many artists that may not be as popular, but they have great music. You know what I'm saying? Because even when I noticed with this Grammys, I'm like, there's so many categories. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know this category existed. Yes. So many people we are nominated for stuff. You're like, what are you nominated for? You're like, oh, this is a whole different category. Or like, you know, I forgot it's other musical categories. Like, oh, a score. You know, what's the best score of a movie? You know what I'm saying? Yes, they be having audio books. They be having best comedy. They be having musical, Best um, drum sets. Best classical. Best whatever. You be like, oh, this exists, which is great to know. That's what I'm saying. I'm an EGOT off the podcast. Because by the time I'm ready to get a Grammy, Podcasting is going to be in a great Okay, but with that, um, lateral, I don't think she should have been on the list. I'm sorry. I mean, no, I would, I think that is a lot of political political games being played. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. I think there's a lot of Grammy politics. Because, you know, a lot of conversation has been like, why isn't Summer Walker and Ari Lennox and Kailani and all these type of people ever nominated? And they're saying it's because like, they don't play the politics. And also they don't like their type of music, their type of R&B, which deals with relationships and cheating and baby mamas and baby daddies and things like that. What kind of R&B do you like then? Very clean R&B, love R&B, relationship, you I'm know. I'm like, what artists? Like Beyonce, um, PJ Morton, Robert Glasper, like stuff like that. Okay. But they don't like people of Summer Walker. 
Kehlani, mm-hmm. Queen Niger, Ari Lennox. Those are a little bit more complicated. For I them. think because it's it feels more authentically R and B. It's not R and B, R and B pop. Right. There's also R and B pop. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then there's the R and B contemporary too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead. Exactly. So. I think that there's a lot that goes on in the Grammys that just feels so political. Because I just can't believe that, like, to me, I love her, but I just can't believe Glorilla was nominated for a Grammy. What was the position? What's what type? So Glorilla was nominated best for new best new song. Was it best new song? That's hilarious. Let me best look. new. It's not best new artist. But with her being nominated, and Gloria just came out, what, six months ago? Literally, Literally six months ago. And now we all love the song, Let's Go. Isn't that what it is? S I N G. Yeah, it was FNF. You sure. know, I am single again. Let's go. It's a good song. I hear the radio, I raised the volume up. But is it got Grammy nominated? Nah, I raised the volume. You know, it's uh, a good song, but it's just like, come on now. No, yeah, not I Grammy. Just, like, I just, upon all the songs that has been out. Before hers. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm sorry. Glorilla ain't even been out that long to have a Grammy. And I do, you know, I don't think that, oh, you have to be have you don't you have to be out for multiple years before you get recognition. No, I'm not saying you gotta be working in industry for ten years before you get any type of recognition. No, but six months to come on now. Now you're just giving any and everybody. I do have her nomination. It was for best rap performance for FNF. Mm. I mean, it was great. Her thing was great, but I don't think Grammy. No, I think let's rap sweep perform- the billboards. Yeah, same rap performance. She because they were in the middle of the streets or at the gas station dancing on the can, shaking yeah. ass. I'm doing shit with my hood, uh, rich, I, I, my hood rat friends. Sweep the billboards, sweep AMA, sweep the VMAs. BT, let her get BT something first. But the Grammys feels weird because the Grammys to me feels like. The Grammys used to be like the best of the best of the best of like. That's what it should be. And no shade to her, but like prove herself. Because all we know, for all we know, this is Glorilla's first and last EP. And and that's exactly, exactly. This may be the, and she may have extra features here and there, but you may not hear from her anymore. We, you know, how many artists has come and gone like that? Exactly. We did exactly. So, so do you want to talk about Nicki Minaj? I am hurt that Nicki Minaj didn't get nominated. Because I feel like, you know, like Nicki Minaj is the blueprint for all these female rappers, and for Nicki to not have one Grammy, for her to not be nominated, and Super Freaky Girl, her song with Five Year Foreign, her song with Lil Baby, all these songs are crazy numbers, and that just makes me feel like what the what is the criteria for being nominated for a Grammy? It definitely has changed. What is what is the maybe, criteria? Maybe they are bribing them at this point. Pay a couple of hundreds of thousands. I just have no idea what the criteria is. And to me, it's just kind of like, Nikki is a great, Nikki is a legend, and Nikki deserves a Grammy. And for y'all to just try to act like that you don't find any space where Nikki could be in, mm-hmm. it, it really is crazy to me. It is. All right, so let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Let's get to our favorite segment of the week. An Alodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Alodo Rabata, fast. You guys, so our Alodo of the week goes to Elon Musk. 
So um, Elon Musk, as you all know, has taken control over Twitter. He bought Twitter for $400 million from Jack Dorsey. And ever since Elon Musk decided to buy Twitter, it has been nothing but turmoil and chaos. First thing first, he came on here and fired so many people, people that were vital to the operations of Twitter. Then he started really making all these new rules, which spurred to a bunch of people getting on Twitter saying, nigga, 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 nigga. And that was crazy. And now here we are where Twitter um, workers and employees have all walked out. And it's almost like Twitter now does not exist. Mm. How the hell, Elon Musk, did you destroy Twitter? Because I'm seeing on Twitter, everyone is saying, R.I.P. Twitter, goodbye Twitter, let's hurry up and get our funny quotes and funny picture out on Twitter. Like, it's crazy. And it really don't even make no sense to me. Like, I'm like, what the hell? Like, you're supposed to be this billionaire. And I was literally listening to this podcast not so long ago that talked about how, like, we conflate billionaires with geniuses. And I feel like Elon Musk is proving a perfect example of that. Like, to me... We always be like, oh, Elon Musk, I want to be like him. I want to do this, that, and the other. But here he is, to me, really revealing himself. He's dumb as hell. Like, we, like, his whole family's weird. Not even, yeah, like, he's weird. He's socially awkward. He's mean. He's narcissistic. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm really seeing, I never really subscribed to Elon, but I feel like we really seeing him for who he is. That's a horrible boss right there. Okay, how you just gonna find a leader? You know, this. People like those are detect- detectors. I hate bad leaders. It would be a leaders. dictatorship at the, at the, exactly, at the job. It's like, okay, he's a dictator. That's what he okay, is. Okay, and that is why you got a lot of, of the, the week. week. Nonsense. Um, our next segment is Care for the Culture. And I Care for the Culture goes to two people, actually. Um, so a few days ago, a 10-year-old boy for, from Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, he was being... Um, a lady was walking behind him, basically mm-hmm. followed him, and he walked into a store that he's familiar with that he used to go with his parents. He went up to the cashier and, and whispered to her, can you pretend to be my mom because a lady is following me? Really, the cashier got the hint. She went to the door, because you could see the cashier at the door. Yeah. The, the lady who was following him at the door, too, just standing mm-hmm. there. And she kind of went up to her, like, what's going on? The lady, and she said she locked the door, the lady ran away. And that is, for me, you see so many situations of kids being kidnapped, being yeah. followed, people ignoring, not paying attention. Um, so the fact that the cashier got the hint, you know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, was supportive. And the fact that the boy was so smart to do that too. Mm-hmm. Because it's really important to teach your kids to be vigilant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially if you're a working parent, you can't always pick up your kid from school. Even if you live, you know, your, your school from the house, maybe walking distance, you're like, okay, 10-year-old, he could walk, right? Okay, because I was a latchkey. You know, you could walk, but it's just like we just live in such in a crazy time period where kids are being kidnapped anyhow, left, front, left, right, center. They're being kidnapped, you know? So I think it is wonderful. It's just caring for your community, caring for your environment, caring for the kids, caring for the culture um, to be able to help this boy out. And the boy being smart, too. Like, kudos to him. Kudos to both Okay. Of Yeah, I was just like, wow, it's scary. It's so scary. Mm-mm-mm. People are crazy out here. Um, but yeah, that's the care for the culture. Um, do you have any last words for our people? You guys, um, I think definitely with that Shanquella situation, it really just makes you think about like choosing who is for you 
And being honest to your instincts. Mm. You know, really saying, like, um, this is who I choose or I feel funny about this or, you know, just really staying true to your instincts. And just also being honest. Yeah. I don't, like, thinking about the whole situation, I'm like, damn, if y'all didn't like her, why y'all just leave her alone? Like, simple. It To me, it was really disgusting. So it just makes me think about being honest to yourself and to others. I agree. I totally agree. Um, some girl post some girl posted on social media saying that, you know, when girls don't like each other, like that similar situation, it's like all oh, these girls go on trips together because it's cheap to do so. Okay. Right? Like we could save on an Airbnb. We know we don't fuck with each other, but you know what? Like, let's just save this little money, Airbnb. Let's all just go together because we're in the same girl circle. Uh, but for me, regarding that situation, it showed really how much they hated her. Yeah. So fight her to that level and for nobody, even the guy recording, man, woman, whoever it may have been that was there and to not even intervene, to not even call the police, to call emergency, to take her body, to find out, just tell her mom, G, that mm-hmm. is hate. So my quote for the day says, um, people hate you for one of three reasons. They hate themselves, they want to be you, or they see you as a threat. Mm. And I think with this situation, it may have been all three. Facts. Because she's a successful young lady. Okay, she was doing what she had to do as a businesswoman. You know, um, so rest in peace to her. We pray justice, justice is served. Period. You know, um, and you guys just be careful. Um, life is hard. It's winter season, so try to be okay. happy. Um, surround yourself with positivity, with good people. And of course, continue to listen to cross culture to share with your friends, your mama, your daddy, your grandma wants shared. All right. And this is cross culture. <laughs> and a little girl, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes. <laughs> It's Erica Mona. It's Damia. And this is Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. I don't like that. Of course, it's Frenzy. I know for everybody.